Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for women who want to elevate their health, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, corporate girl turned full-time online health and lifestyle entrepreneur. Join me every week for a high vibe conversation that will inspire you to live your best, healthiest, and most high vibe life. Are you ready? Let's go. What is up, my beautiful people? I hope all of you are having an incredible, incredible Friday. Today's podcast episode is actually brought to you by a question from one of my followers on Instagram. Shout out to Carmen if you're listening to this. But I wanted to dedicate actually an entire podcast episode on this topic of facing your fears. And I want to actually take you down memory lane with me and share with you five of my most recent fears that I have faced that literally terrified me, absolutely terrified me. And these are just some of them, five. Obviously, I've done a lot more than five things that have scared me over the years. But these are some things that have really changed the trajectory of my life and the course of my life. And they're just my most recent memories. And so we all know that you can't grow from your comfort zone, right? That is like the most cliche quote that you see everywhere, all over social media, that growth doesn't happen inside your comfort zone. But for some reason, it is so hard for us to get outside our comfort zone. And the way that I look at it, I heard this one time on a podcast a long, long time ago. I don't even remember the podcast, but it was talking about how your comfort zone is kind of like a plastic bag. And when you stretch a plastic bag, it can never go back to the smaller form, right? So as you continue to stretch a plastic bag, you can never shrink back to where it was before. And the only way that you grow and that you stretch out that plastic bag is by doing things that scare you. And that is the truth. And back in the day, our primitive brain, the fearful side used to keep us alive, right? We used to have to have fear of going outside our cave because there was real dangers and, you know, we could have gotten eaten by a lion and stuff like that. Like there was real threats to our life. But right now, as I'm recording this podcast, we're in 2020 and a lot of our fears are irrational. And I would even go as far to say as the fears that maybe many of you have had about this whole pandemic with the virus have even been irrational and they're not serving you, right? It's been in our face. Most of you, I'm not saying that the virus isn't real in and of itself, right? I Obviously, I'm very aware that the virus is real and people are getting it and people are getting sick. And then there are the groups of people that are dying. I'm very aware of that. There's people dying every single day. And the truth is that you can't focus on death every single day or else you would not be able to survive. But with this pandemic, it has just been all over the news. It's been all over social media. It has impacted every single person across the world in some way, shape, or form. So it's hard for us not to think about it. But what I've noticed is that there are these groups of people that actually have this fear of getting the virus. And then I ask them, I go, are you immune compromised? Like, are you actually going to, you know, severely die from, from this virus if you get it? And they're like, no. And then I'm like, then why are you freaking out about it? You know? And, and, and that's the truth. A lot of us have these fears that keep us in this stressed out anxiety state that keep us scared. And that is just one form of fear, right? You have this fear of the unknown. You have this fear of getting outside your comfort zone. You have this 
fear of things that might impact your safety or your perceived safety. A lot of us thought that our jobs were stable until the pandemic hit, right? So some of us even have this perceived safety, stable job that's not so stable, right? So I got a little off topic there, but fear comes in many shapes and forms. And I really, really want to stress that. I'm going to talk about fear in the sense that it keeps you from starting things that you want to start, that you know in your heart that you want to do, but you have these irrational fears that are keeping you from starting or that are keeping you from taking action. You have this fear of failure, this fear of looking stupid, this fear of what other people think of you, this fear of judgment, fear of rejection, fear of not being good enough. You know, a lot of us have these irrational fears that keep us from following our heart, that keep us from even taking steps towards the path to greatness, the path that you're meant to be on. I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're not just some average human. You have a deep soul and passion and a meaning for more on this earth, right? I don't talk about just like basic stuff on this podcast. And so if you're listening to this, I want you to know you're listening to this for a reason. There is something special about you, but maybe you're one of those people where you've had these fears that have kept you from starting. So I want to take you through five different things that I've done that are pretty small things in retrospect. They're not grand, courageous things that I've done, but hopefully by sharing my story through these five experiences and these five moments in my life where I had so much fear and I actually hesitated a lot before starting any of these things, that it gives you that little inspiration and hope to know that you're not normal. No. It gives you that little inspiration and hope to know that you're totally normal to have these fears. But as long as you listen to those fears and they hold you back, you are truly holding yourself back from the greatest life that you can possibly live. Okay. So the first one that I want to talk about is a few years ago when I actually started my first coaching business, my only coaching business actually. But when I started my coaching business, I was terrified and The thing is, the reason why it's so irrational is because it wasn't like I was quitting my full-time job to start this coaching business. I was just building it on the side. It was just a new endeavor and a side hustle that I was starting on the side of my corporate job, but I was terrified. I was so terrified to start this business. And when I look back, the biggest reasons that I was terrified is I was scared of failure. I was scared of not being good enough. I was scared of what my friends would think. I was scared of what my family would think of me. I was scared of people's judgment. I was scared of rejection. And all of those things really paralyzed me from even starting in the beginning. I was really terrified to even start because I was like, well, what if I suck? What if I'm not good at this? What if I see other people that are succeeding, but I, I can't succeed? And I, I had all of these fears that were so irrational that I was like, what do I have to lose by giving this a shot and going all in? I really have nothing to lose. But my fears of saying, well, you might fail, people might judge you, you know, your friends might judge you, your family might judge you. All of those things were in the back of my mind, holding me back, holding me back from even starting this. And now I look back and because I started this business, I now have this podcast. I would not have this podcast 
trust me guys, if I did not start this business a few years ago, I wouldn't, if I didn't start this coaching business, I remember thinking like, what would people think about me if I start sharing my health and fitness journey online? What would people think about me that I got into this business? Like, will people judge me? And I just literally, my mind was so warped by all of those fears. And I said, you know what? I'm going to be in the exact same place five years from now, if I don't give this a shot, if I don't do something that scares me, if I don't do something that gets outside my comfort zone, my life is literally going to be in the same place where I'm stuck in this corporate job that I'm not happy at, that I'm not fulfilled with. Yes, my team and my bosses were great people. I'm not going to lie. Like I worked with great people. They're all very, very nice, but the work itself was not something that I wanted to be doing. I didn't want to be stuck at a cubicle commuting one hour each way in LA traffic to work every single day, feeling like I was wasting my life away just to make a paycheck to do things that I love and to also be able to have some type of retirement when I was 65. I was like, I just, this is not the life for me. This is not the path that I want to take, but I knew if I wanted to get out of that situation, I had to do something different. I had to get outside my comfort zone. And I was so cushy in that corporate job. I was so comfortable. And starting my own business, I didn't even quit that job. But for some reason, I had these irrational fears that were holding me back from even trying. So that was my first step. My first scary thing that I did that literally terrified me was starting my own business. And the second thing, everything after that almost goes hand in hand with starting this own business. It was a ripple effect. Once I started that business, I started doing more things that scared me. And the second thing that I started to do that scared me was I started sharing my story. Never in a million years, in a million years, did I ever imagine that I would be publicly telling people that I was addicted to Adderall and I had an eating disorder. Never in a million years did I ever think that I would be sharing those things about myself. I was so ashamed around it. I had so much guilt. I had so much shame. I was so embarrassed about what other people would think about me, about people that I went to school with that knew me during that time that didn't know. I was like, what are they going to think about me? What are they going to judge me for? I had so many fears about sharing my truth and sharing my story, but I realized because of coaching, because of starting that business, I realized that if I wanted to help other people, I needed to start sharing my own truth and my own story and letting people that they weren't alone. I needed to let people know you're not alone. Everyone is going through their own stuff. Everyone is struggling with something in some way, shape or form. It may look different for everyone, but everyone is going through something. No one is perfect. And when I started sharing that story about myself, about my eating disorder, about my Adderall addiction, people started coming to me. People started opening up to me and I started to be able to help people and connect with people because I faced that fear of what will people think of me? I faced that fear of what if people reject me? I faced that fear of what if people criticize me or they talk about me behind my back? I had all of those fears before I started sharing my story. And I remember the first time on social media that I actually went public with my story and started sharing, like really start sharing. I, I breadcrumbed it a little bit. I would just share bits and pieces of my struggle. I never shared the full story because I was too scared. But I started taking those steps of being transparent with my journey. And so I want you guys to know 
that you don't have to do this big extravagant thing when it comes to facing your fears. Start small. Start with one little thing that scares you. And then the next day, do something else that scares you a little bit. And the next day, do something else that scares you a little bit. And I promise you, if you keep on doing that every single day, you're going to grow. And that plastic bag that I talk about, that's going to continue to stretch every single day. So aim to do some small thing that scares you a little bit every single day, something small. So when I started sharing my story and sharing my truth and sharing my eating disorder and sharing my Adderall addiction, I didn't just full blown come out about everything. I started doing little things. I started being a little bit vulnerable and I started to build up that courage and that confidence to share more and to share more and to share more. Okay. So I want you guys to know this isn't about doing something profound. It's about doing little steps and actions that make you uncomfortable that scare you, that get you outside your comfort zone. Because every time that you do those things that scare you and get you outside your comfort zone, that plastic bag stretches a little bit bigger. And you'll never go back to the old person. You'll continue to grow. You'll continue to get bigger. And you'll continue to have more courage to do things that scare you because you'll realize that all of those fears are irrational. And so for me, when I look back at all the things that I've done that have scared me, it gets easier. It gets easier to do things that scare me now compared to three, four years ago, because now I know that those fears are irrational. Now I know that I'm not going to die. Right. But in the very beginning, it really felt like I was going to die. I was like, I'm going to die of humility. I'm going to die of judgment. I'm going to die of rejection. Now I know that it's completely irrational, but that's because I've done so many scary things day after day. Okay. So it's about finding that daily courage in those small acts, those small acts of courage that are going to move you closer to the person that you know deep down inside you're meant to be. The third thing that I want to talk about that really terrified me and it's almost laughable and super funny to talk about now because I absolutely have no fear around this, but video. <laughs> video literally terrified me. Even going on photo shoots in public, I still I still don't like it, but I still do it. But video especially. I remember when I started my coaching business and my mentor was like, you need to start doing video so people can get to know you. They can get to know Tori. They can start to connect with you. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's not going to happen. Like, I'm sure I can just type things up and people can get to know me and they can talk to me because there's no way in hell that I'm going to talk to a camera. But I realized people needed to see, see me. People needed to hear my voice. People needed to know that I was a real person and that I cared. And video literally terrified me. I remember the first time that I ever did a live video. I wrote out everything I was going to talk about because I was so terrified. And I almost talked myself out of it. I literally almost talked myself out of it. But what I did is I actually publicly committed to going live. So I posted on my Facebook. This is back in the day. I posted on my Facebook saying I'm going live at 5 p.m. Pacific time or 6 p.m. Pacific time. I don't remember the time to talk about this topic. And it was something with my cleanse that I was doing. So it was on a specific topic. I posted on my Facebook page and I did that so I couldn't talk myself out of it. And I started to realize when I publicly commit to something, I have to follow through with it. And I started to have that self-awareness and realize, okay, like the more that I just talk about things publicly, the more that I actually follow through with it. Where if I were just to keep it silent and be like, okay, Tori, you're going to go live at 6 p.m. tonight, but you're not going to tell anyone about it. You're just going to go live. 
chances are when 6 p.m. would come around, I would probably figure out an excuse to talk myself out of going live because it terrified me. I was like, what if I stumble all over my words? What if people laugh at me? Like these were real thoughts that I had in my head, you guys. I'm serious. So I did my first video, my live video. <laughs> this is actually a really funny story. So I did my first live video and no one hopped on. Not a single person hopped on at all. I stumbled over my words. I talked for like 25 minutes about this cleanse that I was doing, this plant-based cleanse. Talked about it. I was sweating. I was shaking. I was stuttering. And not a single person hopped on. And then I ended the live video. And when I ended the live video, Facebook goes, oh, you can't post a recording of a video that never recorded. So it literally just never went live. I never went live, but it on the screen, it showed up like I was going live, but the notification, there was some type of glitch that happened where I actually didn't go live. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I just spent the last 25 minutes freaking out, thinking that I was live, thinking that someone was going to see this video and it didn't even go live. It didn't get recorded, like nothing. I had no evidence. So I got off, I exited out of Facebook, I closed out the app and I hopped back on. I said, I'm just doing it right now. I just went back in, I hit the live button and it counted down and I went live and I was like, I'm just going to do the whole thing all over again because I already felt all of the anxiety and all of the fear of doing it for the last 25 minutes. I was like, I might as well just do it for real. So before I could even talk myself out of it, I was like, five, four, three, two, one, go live. And when I went live, more people actually saw it and they hopped on and people were hopping on and people were interacting. And I got a lot of good feedback from it. Like people were like, oh my gosh, that was a really great live. And I was like, wow, like imagine how many times I have talked myself out of doing something because I was terrified of what other people would think about me. And then people actually were like, that was great. You did a great job. And what I realized at that moment was that my fear of what other people would think about me is always worse than in reality. It is. It's always worse. We always play out our fears way bigger, like worst case scenario. We always think about the worst case scenario. And that's our primitive brain, you know, the survival mechanism in our brain. But that's not serving us. Doing a live video, I don't care. You're not going to die. You're not going to die from doing a live video. Okay. So I think that's a really, really important thing that you need to rationalize your thoughts. And you need to realize that you do these things, they're not going to kill you. They're just going to make you stronger. They're just going to give you more confidence and more courage to continue. And so after I did that live video, it gave me that little boost, that little boost to realize, okay, I, I did one life. I can do another life. Like that's, that's literally my worst live that I will ever do. That's the way I looked at it. I was like, that's going to be the worst video. That's my floor. And so I started doing live videos weekly. I started recording live videos every single week. I started going live on Instagram, going live on Facebook, and just committing to doing that every single week until eventually I got to the point where I could press that go live button and I didn't feel any fear around it because I've done it so many times, right? I did it so many times that now I literally can go live on any platform. I can go live on Facebook. I can go live for my team. I can go live on Instagram. I can go live on TikTok and I don't feel any fear around it, but that's because I've literally gone live over a hundred times. And so that's a really, really important thing. Maybe your first few times doing something, you're still going to feel that fear. You're still going to feel nervous. That fear is going to come up. You're going to survive. You're going to push through it. You're going to find that daily courage, that little dose of courage that you need to push through. 
And if you find yourself struggling with this, I highly recommend the five second rule by Mel Robbins because she talks about this. She talks about that five second window when you want to do something, when you have that urge to do something and you talk yourself out of it, or you can talk yourself into it and you can do five, four, three, two, one, go. Okay. So I highly recommend that book, the five second rule by Mel Robbins, because she talks about how our life is really built on those daily acts of small acts of courage. So that video one is so funny to me because I get so many people in my inbox telling me that they wish that they had the charisma and that the personality and that they wish that they could do what I do, but they, they just aren't good at video. They aren't good at showing up. They don't really have that type of personality where they show up on social media and in video. And you guys, I didn't either. I absolutely did not. I'm, I am so introverted to my core. I think it's so funny because people don't realize it because I kind of put on this extroverted hat, like this outgoing hat. And I love people. I'm not going to say that I don't love people, but I do not get my energy from being around people. I feel drained after I'm around people for, for a certain period of time. So I don't get my energy from being around people. And I'm also actually super shy. <laughs> I am super shy. I'm not that type of person that will go out and introduce myself to people like ever, literally ever. And it's so funny because my boyfriend is actually so extroverted. He'll literally go make friends anywhere he goes. So it's great to be around him because I'll just make friends with him as he goes and makes friends. But I am not someone that would go into a room full of strangers and go introduce myself. Like I would be so shy, so incredibly shy. And I want you guys to know that because there's been times in my life where I've had to go suck it up and talk to people and do things that are scary and start conversations. And it was super outside my comfort zone. Right. But I realized if I wanted to be able to continue to stretch that plastic bag, I had to take those steps. So the five second rule by Mel Robbins is one that I really, really recommend. Definitely go give it a listen. The fourth thing that I have done, and this was last year, was I started shuffling and then I started shuffling in public and that actually terrified me. When I first started my shuffle journey, I wouldn't even open my garage door because my garage door was on a street. We lived on a busy street. So I literally shuffled with the garage door closed. And then it got really hot in my garage and I also didn't have a lot of room with the garage door closed. And so I started opening the garage. And I remember I'd do videos and stuff like that, talking about how I was scared to shuffle with my garage door open because people would just stare and they would walk by and they would stare. They wouldn't smile. They wouldn't say anything nice. They would just stare. And I have this really irrational fear about people judging me, people I don't even know. And these are people that I do know. They do know where I live. Like I'm literally in my garage and they're on the street walking by. So they know where I live. A lot of these people I see over and over again. And so I had this fear of like, what are my neighbors going to think about me? What are these people going to think about me? Are they going to think that I'm a bad dancer? Are they going to judge me? And like, why does that even matter? I'm enjoying dancing. I'm enjoying shuffling. It's something that I really love to do. And yet I have this fear that people are going to judge me. People that I may never even have a conversation with that I don't know that honestly, it doesn't really matter what they think. Right. But I have this irrational fear and that fear comes from that primitive side of the brain that I'm going to talk about. This is where a lot of our fears come from, where you needed the tribe to survive. So when you have that fear of people will reject me, people will judge me, people will 
criticize me, when you have that fear, it actually used to come from a place of survival. Because back in the day when we were in tribes, you needed the tribe to survive. So you couldn't really do anything crazy, anything out of the ordinary that might make you stand out, that might make you subject to being kicked out of the tribe because if you were kicked out of the tribe, that meant that you're probably going to die if you were on your own. So that's where that fear comes from, uh, the fear the, that you need to fit in, the fear that you need to conform, the fear that you can't stand out, the fear of rejection. All of that comes from a place where it used to serve us centuries ago and it no longer serves us anymore. We're no longer living in tribes. It doesn't matter if your neighbor thinks you're a bad dancer. doesn't matter what the person across the street is thinking about you when you're doing something, when you're vlogging in public. It doesn't matter what that coworker that you barely talk to thinks about when they find out you're starting your own side business. Like none of that matters. It doesn't matter when you're sharing your story on social media and you get some troll that comments on your video or on your post. That does not matter. You're not going to die anymore from that. But you have to realize that those fears come from that place where it used to serve humanity way back in the day and it no longer does. It absolutely no longer does. So have that self-awareness. Ask yourself, where's this fear coming from? And is it even rational? Like what is legitimately the worst case scenario? To me, the worst case scenario is like if I'm shuffling in public, the worst case scenario is like someone will literally say something to me about me being a bad dancer. That to me is the worst case scenario. It's like someone is actually mean to me, right? And when you think about it from that perspective, I'm like, okay, if someone actually takes their time to say something mean to me out in public, like they have to be in a really bad place themselves. Because the truth is, is that truly happy, confident people do not tear other people down. They don't even spend their time or energy trying to tear other people down or trying to judge other people. So if someone's judging you, if someone's criticizing you, if someone is ridiculing you, that person, that is a reflection of them, not you. A lot of people are threatened by other people that are following their dreams. And the people that are threatened are the people that know that they're not on the right path. They're lacking their own confidence. They have their own insecurities. They have their own self-criticisms and they're just projecting that onto other people because they're in a bad place. And when they're in a bad place, they want to bring other people down to their level. Okay. So if you're ever feeling any of that criticism from anyone, you need to shut those people out because those people do not matter. Okay. That's a really important thing. So shuffling in public is something that I started doing recently and I actually still have this fear. It is not something that I have yet to overcome. And I think this is really, really important. I share a lot of this on my Instagram. I share it on my TikTok. I share the video before the video. <laughs> like I share the video when my boyfriend's recording me before we actually dance, like before I actually dance, where I'm like, there's too many people. There's people watching. I don't like it. I don't like this. There's that person in their car. They're watching. And it always makes me feel uncomfortable. And I always have that irrational fear. And then it just counts down, five, four, three, two, one, press play, go. Okay. And eventually once you go and once you start, you just get over it. You just, you just start and you get over it. But that is not something that I have fully overcome yet. Maybe one day after I, I dance in public, you know, a hundred, 200 times, it won't phase me anymore, but I haven't done it enough times yet to feel fully confident in it. 
I just haven't. And that's the thing. When you start to do something so many times, eventually it doesn't make you scared anymore, right? Like same concept of when I was talking about the live video, right? I've done live video so many times that now I can do live video and it doesn't scare me. But back in the day, terrify me used to terrify me. Same with shuffling in public. It's something that still makes me feel uncomfortable. It's something that I'm still scared of. And which is why I like to share the video before the video, because I want you guys to know I'm not some like confident, a fearless unicorn. (laughs) Like I'm a normal human with irrational fears, just like you, just like you. The only difference is that I'm still just taking action and doing things that scare me anyways. That's the only difference. It's not that I don't feel any fears. It's not that I'm fearless. It's not that I feel the fear and I do it anyways. And that's where courage comes in. Courage cannot exist in the absence of fear. Courage exists because of fear. Whenever you look at someone, you look at heroes and you say that they had so much courage, you look at people that you look up to for their courage, they have courage because they did something scary. They did something that although they were scared to do it, they still took action anyways. And that is why you admire them because you're like, oh my gosh, they have so much courage. So courage is not taking action in absence of fear. It's not being fearless. It's taking action despite the fear. And I think that's super, super important. It's such an important distinction to realize. The last thing that I want to talk about It's really funny. I was terrified to start this podcast. You guys, I was so terrified. I wanted to start a podcast for the last, I don't know, year and a half. I wanted to start a podcast, but I kept on telling myself, what would people think about me? I had those rational fears come up. I go, what if I don't help anyone? What if my podcast sucks? Like, What if it just completely bombs and it fails and no one listens to it? then what's the point? Like, And those thoughts, the thought of having a failing podcast kept me from even starting for so long. I also had these fears of just unworthiness. Like I didn't feel good enough to start a podcast. I had these limiting beliefs that kept me playing small and saying, you know, maybe you're not good enough to start a podcast. Maybe you don't have enough value to share. Who would actually learn from you? And The truth is I have a lot to share. I have my own journey, my own experience that I can help other people with. And because I started this podcast, I have been able to connect with so many people. Honestly, I appreciate all of you that reach out to me, that send me messages on Instagram or send me emails and let me know that you've listened to certain episodes and how they resonated with you. Like that literally lights my soul up and it makes me so, so happy. So thank you you. Thank all of you that have reached out to me and told me that you listen to this podcast and told me that it helps you so much because that means so much to me because I had so much fear about starting this podcast. I had the fear of being a failure. I had the fear of not being consistent. I had the fear of, you know, what would people think about me? I had the fear of sucking. I had the fear of honestly being a beginner again. Because when I started this podcast, it was, you know, a few months before I really did anything that I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) Like literally no idea. When I first started this podcast, I couldn't figure out the tech side of anything. I didn't even know how to plug in my microphone. You guys, I didn't know how to plug in my microphone. Like 
how embarrassing is that? That's so embarrassing. And the thought that I was like, I don't even know how to plug in a microphone. How the heck am I going to start a podcast? That kept me from starting for a long time because I was like, I don't know if I'd be good enough at this. I don't know if I'd be good at this. And what I realized is anything that you start that's new, that it's outside your comfort zone, that scares you, that you've never done before, you're going to suck at it. You are. You're going to suck. You're going to be a beginner and that's okay. You're going to fall on your face. You're going to fail. Fail. That's just life. That's how it works. Could you imagine being a baby and trying to walk and because you fell the first time you tried to walk, be like, oh, psh, psh, I, don't, I don't think you're going to walk. Like, I just, I don't think this baby's going to walk. We don't say that about children. We don't say that about children that are trying to walk where they fall on their face and we're like, yeah, mm, you know what? They didn't get it the first time. And because they didn't get it the first time, I just, I don't think walking's cut out for this baby, you know? But we do that to ourselves so many times. Like you try something that's a little bit scary and maybe you suck at it. Maybe you fall on your face. Like that's literally worst case scenario is you fail. And I, I say that in air quotes, you fail. Because I'm a firm believer the only way that you truly fail is when you quit. But let's say you air quote fail. That's the worst case scenario. And honestly, it's probably going to happen. It is. When you're trying something new, you're, you're going to be a beginner. You're going to make mistakes. And the only time that is ever truly fail, failure is when you quit. And I want you to remember that. It's when you quit or when you never even start. And to me, never even starting is even worse. Like when you let your fears keep you from even starting, you have that fear of failure. You have that fear of the unknown. You have the fear of what if I don't do this well? Like, what if I make a fool of myself? What will other people think of me? And you have that fear of not, you know, a fear of not being good enough, that fear of failure that keeps you from even starting. And that is the ultimate failure. All right, you guys. So I hope that taking you down memory lane with me and sharing these last five things that I've done that terrified me made you realize that I am one normal gal. Like there is nothing special about me. I have those same irrational fears as you, but I just focus on the possibility and the upside. And I have those fears, but I don't let them hold me back. Or at least I don't let them hold me back for too long because what I've realized is that you feed your fear with time. And so the longer that you sulk in your fears, the longer that you think about your fears, the longer that you think about the worst case scenario, the bigger those fears get. So I challenge you, do something today that scares you. Even if it's just, even if it's just slightly, like the smallest thing that brings you discomfort, do it. Do something that scares you. Maybe it's doing a video. Maybe it's having a conversation with a loved one. Maybe it's having a conversation with your boss. Maybe it's sending out that application to that job. Maybe it's starting your own online business. Maybe it's committing to your health and fitness journey. Maybe it's starting your own podcast. I don't know. Whatever it is, do that small thing that scares you today. All right, you guys, that's it for today's podcast episode. If this was helpful, please, please, please take a screenshot, share it on your social media, or send it to a friend so this podcast can get out to more people. That is how more people find it. I truly, truly appreciate you. And if you really love listening to the podcast, I would so appreciate a thoughtful review of this podcast in iTunes. It means the world to me. I thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye, everyone. 
Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, visit torinishino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.